It is now 11.59 p.m. I have a flight at 7.05 a.m. I am officially traveling during COVID. Ain't that funny? So let's get it straight. Let's run some math. Let's run some numbers. I'm catching a flight to Arizona. The reason why I'm very excited to share this podcast is because I'm going to say this line that I always wanted to say, catch flights, not feelings. Ah, that being said, let us detail how I traveled during COVID from Canada to the States. For those of you who may be wondering, anytime you cross an international border, you have to take a COVID screening test. You are, you should avoid flying directly in at all times. Um, and I'm going to run you through how this happened for me. So, whole story is we have a client um, on a new sub-business in the agency, Medical Spa Secrets. Um, if you haven't known about what I did in the medical spa industry, pretty cool, all that stuff. But I'm re-engaging it. I'm, fly- I'm flying out um, just to be on site. Got a sick hotel. It has a pool. I'm hoping it's going to be nice, but more on that after we talk about how to fly out and how I went about flying out from Canada to the United States. All right, so here's how it went down. Step one, do COVID travel test. Now, the COVID travel test is painless despite popular, popular FUD, FUD, is fair, fair, fair something, but just fair around it. They literally switch the swab around in your nose, like not even inside your nose, but just around your nose, and take it out, and then for 45 minutes, they come back and then they say, oh, you're COVID-free, negative. Now, funny story is, you could do this test before you leave for the airport. You could do it before you leave, okay? You don't have to book it crazy in advance because there's no one traveling, so there's always be spots for you to do your test. Anyway, unlike you, I didn't know this, so I booked it 72 hours in advance. And so, I was there at the airport a whole 72 hours early. And the way they tell you about your results on this test is the funniest thing ever. This is how they tell you. A lady walks out, I'm gonna call her Amy. Amy's a bit big, um, plus size. Um, gorgeous, um, very happy, just so happy. Amy walks out and she says, she holds the paper to her chest, which makes sense because she's showing multiple people their results, right? So she holds your paper to her chest um, such that the other person can't see. And then she walks over to you and she looks at the paper for like two seconds, then turns the paper around to you, just so it just faces you while it's at her bosom. So you're looking directly at her bosom, but it's facing you. And she asks you the following question. (laughs) Is the information on this paper correct? Now, all the suspense she built up during those two seconds, it felt like an eternity. And now, 
on the paper it has the negative results or positive results and it has your birth date all these things the spelling of your name everything so essentially she asks us is this correct um she asked me right <coughs> is this correct and i said yes this is correct it spelled my name right everything parker p-a-r <coughs> k-e-r it's just dawned on me guys <coughs> that if I <coughs> if if it said positive <coughs> oh that's weird <coughs> if that test had an unfavorable result for me I could have been like no you've got the wrong person that is not me um Take it back. I'm good. Can you retest me? <laughs> Excuse me. Can you retest me, please? But very, very super weird how that works. So that's the first step. You get the test done. <coughs> After you get the test done, <coughs> you can still book your flights. Now, I thought... Also, I'm walking out in the rain, guys. So maybe that's why I'm coughing. Not a good look, considering I have to be at the airport later today. And in this season, they don't take lightly to coughing. And I'm also recording a podcast. I don't know what that experience is going to be like for you. Now, anyway. They then allow you to, you can book your flights. Now, here's the thing. I thought people were like, oh, you can't travel. Don't travel for recreational, blah, 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 I can't travel. But the truth of the matter is, after I booked my flight, it dawned on me. You can always travel. Because <coughs> when I think about the loans, the fuel, the money that's tied up in the aviation industry, <coughs> they, would, they would crash the economy if no one keeps paying those plane loans, because they don't buy the planes out. Excuse me. They don't buy the planes outright. Right? There's money lent against it, which means they have to make monthly payments. And if they don't make their monthly payments based on the inability to pay it, what's going to happen to the entire economy? Because if a car monthly payment is like 200 bucks or 500 bucks, or even a luxury car is 2,000 bucks. Or 3000 bucks or 6000 bucks, depending on which kind of car you get in. Okay? Imagine what the thing would be on the aircraft. And there are dozens of them on the tarmac. Uh, tarmac. Fancy word for basically airplane thing. Where airplane road that they take off from. That being said, take off and land from. That being said, yes. Just wanted to dispel the myth. You can't still buy, buy tickets. And that's what I did. So, pre-COVID test step one. Two was COVID-19 travel advisory swab. Now, let's talk about getting back in to country. It's a little bit tricky. And to be honest, I'm not even sure if I want to share this right now because I'm not even back in 
And as a matter of fact, I won't even share it because I'm very hesitant with this, the, the, the border security, you know, because they have what they call quarantine camps. So if you fly directly in to Canada from anywhere in the world, United States or otherwise, they force you to pay 2000 bucks to stay in a hotel Whether you can or can't afford it, right? So you have to pay 2000 bucks, stay in a hotel until for two weeks, then they test you. Then if you're good, you're free to go. That's what they tell you, okay? Just so you know. All right. But there's a way to avoid that, okay? There is a way to avoid that. I talked to a guy. Who was from who did it and he said what he did was this right he did was this the friend of mine a friend of a friend said what he did was he flew to Egypt instead of going trying to fly straight from Egypt to Canada okay he stopped at Bellingham which is somewhere across the border and he walked across the peach arch farms or whatever he said can't remember the exact thing I'll figure it out later but by doing that he was able to skip the two weeks quarantine and just quarantine at his house instead of, you know, whatever. Whole point to note is before you cross the border again, you know, you have to take a test to say you're negative for COVID. Because if you're not negative for COVID, you know, you're going to have to get, you know, captured. Traveling. Honestly. I don't know what's going to happen if you're not negative for COVID when they're trying to get back into the country. Whole point is, pray for me, guys. Let's hope I am negative for COVID when I'm trying to get back in. Anyway, I'm currently out walking at 12 something in the night. I have 1,000 steps in. I'm uh, thinking I'm going to walk about 24,000 steps tonight. I don't, I'm not sure about that 24,000 thing. 24,000 steps tonight. Um, then while I'm at the airport, I'll probably rack up 6,000 more. On the plane, I'll do some other things. Anyway, there ends the whole thing of how to travel during COVID. I'm going to end this episode. I'm going to jump back on and do some verbal talkage on just some thoughts of what I'm going to do while I'm traveling tomorrow because I want to capture that.